Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It's Sunday evening. Richie, it feels like the old days when we used to do these at night every week. Um, we'd be trying to figure out like what NFL games were on or off or where stuff was. But uh, we've been morning guys or day guys for quite a while. But a little bit of travel has us going later. Um, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Double Fries No Slaw. Florida State falls to Clemson 34-28. to Their record now 4-3. and And they get a much-needed bye week. To get arrested, get recovered, we're going to talk about the game, talk about uh, the rest of the season, kind of how we see things lining up. Richie, I'll ask, and we'll get going. How was your weekend? I saw you were on a bachelor party. It looked like a lot of fun. It was a blast, but it was a lot, man. I I am not made for the bourbon trail in Louisville at 34 years old. It was rough. Uh, today has not been great. I'm, I got the hair of the dog going on. I got Jordan Travis koozie. With the Churchill Downs because we went there yesterday, so that was pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, man, it rough weekend for all of my football teams. The Bucks, my goodness, Florida State. I, I'm not overly upset about that game. Um, we'll talk about it though. Florida State falls, um, but we did have a good time out there yesterday. Thanks to all of those who were out at the tailgate and hung out at the game. Um, Great time out there. Of course, the Guthrie's chicken was flowing. Gramco was out there. Bay Cannon was out there. Um, we had Chris on the show on Wednesday night. The He does a beer that's called Four Patriots. We're excited to continue to work with them. Um, we had a couple of kegs of that that we killed. Um, watched the Alabama-Tennessee game while we were out there. So a lot of fun. Thanks for those that came out. And those what that a hung game. Out. So well, that one was incredible. What a game. Yeah, That game was so much fun. Um, so yeah, good times out there yesterday. Of course, didn't get the result we wanted, but we had a good time nonetheless and appreciate all those who supported and came out. We're going to do another one. Same exact thing, like same vibes for the Florida weekend. Um, I'll get those tickets listed in the next week or so. Um, we were, we kind of ran out of space yesterday, so get your tickets quick. If you're going to, if you're going to come out and hang out with us for the Florida game, appreciate Guthrie's and their support. Uh, 1818 West C Street, 2550 North Monroe. Um, and that they made the chicken and then just immediately brought it out. So it was like super fresh and yeah, it, it hits every time. But when it's like super fresh, it's it's on another level. Cause like they, so like they called me and they're like, hey, we're running a little bit behind, but the chicken, like we're making it, like it'll be fresh. And I was like, nah, that's perfect. So anyway, it was good stuff. Appreciate them. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Salomon Digital Marketing. If you're watching or listening, um, Salomon Digital Marketing works with some of our NIL athletes or some of our athletes through NIL. They've worked with Jordan Travis. They've worked with AJ Duffy. And they've got other stuff going now. I put a link to their Twitter on in the description, in the show notes. So you guys can go follow them. If you super follow their CEO, TJ Salomon, all proceeds from that will go to FSU's NIL efforts he also kind of gives you a little bit of behind the scenes of how some of that NIL stuff works when he's able to announce stuff early. Um, it's, it's a good cause to support. You guys go follow TJ Salamone. I put, again, their Twitter handle in the show notes, and uh, you guys can give them a follow. Appreciate their support. And um, I think they might be having a giveaway, giveaway coming up soon for this Miami game. So keep an eye there and get, get uh, entered to potentially – win something there. We'll be announcing more on that soon. All right, Richie Knowles dropped this one in a game that I kind of want to talk about this because I think this is a good point. You wrote this down. A game that wasn't maybe as close as the final score indicated as far as an outcome, 
but statistically may have been. So let's get your initial thoughts and then let's kind of talk about that, uh, both sides of it. Because I think in some ways you're, you're right, like the, the outcome wasn't. But statistically, really outside of a bad few minutes, which we'll get to, Florida State played this fairly well, I think. But all right, I'll shut up and let you talk. Yeah, no, it, it was a really great start. Obviously, Florida State once again like marks, uh, marches down on the opening drive, gets a touchdown, and you know we're feeling really good. Uh, man, it, it was just so frustrating. I've I've been to more than a few distilleries before the game, so I, my recollection may not be the greatest here. But man, it, it was such a great start for Florida State. Um, but yeah, the. It all came down to the end of the first half, start of the second half, where Florida State kind of fell apart a little bit. But, man, they were so prepared and ready for this game, and it felt so good early on. And then, you know, Clemson just did what Clemson does. That's the reason I'm not so upset. It's number three team in the country now, right? Because Alabama dropped out, I'm sure. So that was a tough opponent, and it's unfortunate that you let – a four or five minute window end of the first half, early second half, you know, dictate the outcome because that was a real opportunity for Florida state. And they really could have won the game. I, I don't think Florida state was outmanned. Um, you know, the, I think Clemson's definitely the more talented team, the better team, but I don't think Florida state just watching it. Look, again, we're going to talk about the box score in the numbers, but Last year, Florida State lost by 10. Um, obviously, the last play was a fluke back to recover. Vegas people loved it. But this year, Florida State dominated Clemson in the box score. They just were not great situationally. And ultimately, that's what it came down to. Yeah, which is frustrating, right? Like last week was yeah. a different kind of frustrating. And, I, and at the end of the day, you know, not, I'm not playing the moral victory game or like, oh, at least you played close. But I mean, I kind of expected to lose this game close and, and you ended up losing this game close. I and mean, I do think that I actually do think it's a big deal that Florida State continued to fight back and um, went down and scored there late to make it somewhat interesting. Right. Like, obviously, you would have needed to get an onside kickback and, and that didn't happen. But I mean, I think it's a good thing for Florida State to have not just thrown their arms up and said, like, oh, this game's over, you know. And so they do show that fight. They do show that kind of grit and resolve and show you that like hey had this game been a little bit different had you put yourself in a little bit better position earlier in the game you might have had a position you might have been driving there with two minutes to go to to try and win the thing as opposed to just cut it to one score and yeah i mean statistically i mean richie talks about the box score and we won't stay on here super long if you have comments of course hit the super chat if you have questions we're happy to try and answer stuff or if you're watching you know thumbs up like and subscribe all that stuff but yeah, I mean, Florida State comes out and drives 75 yards on Clemson in about three minutes and makes it look easy and scores a touchdown and then forces a three and out. And Clemson does come back and tie it up, but then drives 93, you know, Florida State drives 93 yards for a touchdown. And it kind of felt like it was going to be a back and forth thing. You know, Florida State gets stopped on fourth down and two from about the 31. Even if you had a pretty reliable kicker, I like the decision to go for it there. You know, you'd like to be able to pick up two yards, but that doesn't work out. You know, you get that first down and you continue to move the ball. I mean, you're probably putting points up on the scoreboard on that drive, right? And then the very next drive, you get the ball back and fumble it after driving, um, you know, up to the mid up to midfield, and um, you know, you you kind of I don't know you you again you had more po- chance to put points on the board there. But the, the fumble just ended up being a backbreaker, right? Like it it felt like and there was a minute and, or there was 47 seconds left when Jordan fumbled it. 
and you were like, oh man, we might be able to get like into scoring range and you know, maybe get seven, maybe have a long field goal attempt. But even if you miss that, like we're just going to go to that half down three and you fumble with 47 seconds left and give Clemson just prime field position. And you're like, well, this is not good, right? Like they're probably (laughs) going to go up two. Not ideal. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's what you talk about, right? Like you Clemson's the more talented team. Clemson's the better team. And you gave them like Clemson didn't make mistakes. They gave Florida state massive chances in this game, but Florida state made a lot of those mistakes and took points off the board on themselves, put points on the board for Clemson with just the inability to execute, right? You don't convert on a fourth down, right? And and fourth and two is tough against the Clemson team, but you got to find a way to convert, right? You fumble the ball with 47 seconds left. And if you just take that sack, you just take the sack and you don't fumble it. You're probably not scoring on that drive, right? Clemson probably uses a timeout because it's like third and 20. And you run the ball one more time, make them take another timeout, and you punt it 40 yards, and they've got to go 80 yards in 30 seconds. And if they do that, then great, right? But you're not giving them a short field. And so that's why it just was so many self-inflicted wounds. You go to the half down 24 to 10, really not feeling great because you know Clemson gets the kickoff in the second half, and they were kind of doing whatever they wanted offensively. But I guess you're still – you still have a chance, right? You get to the half, you're down 10. How close did you guys watch it, or were you out on the trail – doing stuff or like what would what were your what were your thoughts at halftime i guess is what i'm alluding to so honestly at halftime i i was fairly defeated to be honest because it just the way it ended right like you mentioned you you cannot give clemson the ball back right there and the the fact that you give up a 69 yard return to open the third quarter brutal right just brutal and will shipley like i hope that kid can go pro because two years in a row now he's terrorized us uh he's a phenomenal player and shout out to him but my goodness he he just has had his way with florida state the past two years but yeah like man right before the half if if you don't give up that touchdown you don't have that turnover it's a completely different ball game at that point and i would have loved florida state to had it close like one score with like six minutes left in the, in the game. Right. And and give Clemson some pressure that they haven't really felt all season long. A little bit of weak force again, but that that was like a neutral field uh, game or neutral site game. But in Doak with that crowd, uh, I got some thoughts about the crowd leaving early. We'll get to that later, but man, it, it was just all there for the taking early on the way the game started. Florida state averaged 6.6 yards of carry last night against the best defense potentially in the country. And that was a phenomenal result for Florida State as far as just the way they they dominated the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, Trey Benson had himself a night. Uh, I think, you know, w- without Treshawn Ward, I thought for sure our rushing attack would be non-existent. Yeah. But no, it was there and it, it was working. We just got too far behind. And when you play from behind that long for a game, it changes the way you coach, especially when you don't have a kicker. It changes everything, and it, it was frustrating. But, yeah, at halftime, I felt defeated. Even when they, you know, had that big return and scored the early touchdown in the third quarter, you know, I, I was like, man, this this really stinks. But at the same time, Florida State was playing really well. They, again, situationally, we just could not finish where we needed to, and and that's where Florida State lost the game, in my opinion. Yeah, just weren't good, like you said, situationally weren't good in the last four and the first four of the second half. Um, 
like you said, the the fumble was a backbreaker, and then if if you know to add insult to injury, the kick return, and then touchdown on the very next play to put you down seventeen. I think at that point you're kind of like, man, down seventeen to a top five team in the country, like it's going to take a miracle. And the Knolls got close, and the Knolls fought, and um, the defense did come up big a couple of times. But uh, it was just obviously too much to overcome. We'll talk second half in just a minute. I want to give a shout-out to Gramco, thegramco.com. Had a bunch of their product, had a bunch of their stuff out at the tailgate yesterday. Everybody was enjoying the seltzers. They've got some THC, some Delta-8 seltzers, Richie, that you're going to have to get. How were they? Of. I, I've um, not had one. I, I cannot um, wait to try one. The, the guava, I'm, I, yeah, I try not to hit too many of the gummies, but the, uh, <laughs> the guava um, – is phenomenal and is what you guys should absolutely go after. But they also have a mixed berry and a key lime that's really, really good. Um, great stuff from thegramco.com. You can use code DFNS25 to save 25% off all of your Delta 8 products and needs. Um, whether it's the seltzers, the wake, the wake and bake coffee, the hard candies, the gummies, whatever you're looking for, they will take care of you. Second half starts. We talked about the kick return. What do you think about the fake punt? Oh, man, I so I go back to the national championship game, right? Like everybody in the world knew Florida State was desperate. And but we had Carlos Williams, who was just a freak athlete, right? Who, who could make that fake punt work out for a first down when the whole world knew it was going to be a fake punt, right? You don't have that kind of athlete right now. And I think that's where Florida State's at. You got to recruit that kind of athlete uh, to this roster because that's I think that's what held Florida State back is that you, you have a good roster. I, I, I'm very pleased with the, the roster we have as a whole right now, but it's nowhere close to a national championship roster, right? Um, so I mean, being on your own, was it, own 30-something yard line, I, I respect the call. I think Mike is maybe too aggressive at times, but I don't I don't hate the call. I, I kind of hated the play call, though. Yeah, I've, I've, I've thought about that, too, and I understand that, you know, your fake is is the element of surprise. You got four of the five yards, right? Like, so you did get yeah. barely – it's not like you got stuff in the backfield or anything. And yeah. so, man, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty because if he gets it, then you're going to say, like, oh, man, what a great call and a gutsy time, and <clears throat> maybe it leads to a touchdown that drive or, you know, who knows. But, um, yeah, I get that, too. Like, just you're, you're giving it to Rector, and if, if you're looking for four yards, five yards – you know, do you have a better chance without the element of surprise and just, you know, getting Jordan up there and, and trying to get five yards? So I don't know. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know. I, I don't I don't love it, but I also get it. Like, I just I think yeah. that you, you know, you punt the ball back to Clemson there. You were deep in your own territory. They probably go down and score again, which, you know, here's what I'll say. Shout out the defense because the defense yeah. was put in a terrible position right here. Um, only gave up three yards and. um and what they kicked a field goal. No, I'm sorry. They gave up 18 yards. So they gave up two, uh, gave up a couple first downs, but then Clemson wasn't able to move it. Once they got inside of the Florida state 10 yard line, I think uh, Clemson holding may have helped us out there a little bit, <laughs> but kept it three scores, right? Florida state yeah. was able to keep it to three scores. Um, the teams traded punts. And then this is where like, it really felt like it broke your back, right? Like it was, Florida State moves inside of the two-yard line, has first and goal at the two, and run, you know, two incompletions, a run for a loss of two, and then another incompletion. 
um, and the Knowles don't score, leave the ball on the four-yard line. And um, there was a lot of time left at this point, right? I think that happened with like 13 minutes to go, that last pass on the on the four-yard line, that fourth and fourth and goal. Certainly don't think that, you know, if this would have converted, we would have certainly won or anything like that because Clemson probably plays a little bit different. But, you know, we got stopped on three fourth downs. Now that's three turnovers, right? The the one that was fourth and two in the first half, the fake punt, and then the fourth, fourth and four on the goal line. That is not good, right? Like even, you know, I, I don't think you should have kicked a field goal there because it wouldn't have ended up mattering anyway. You would have covered the spread. But, um, you know, if you get if you if you don't have the fake punt and then you just are able to kick a field goal on this one, then, you know, it's a tie game at the end of the game. You know, it's not like, I don't know, just again, self-inflicted wounds can't convert on a fourth and four after driving 76 yards. Right. But couldn't get those last four. Again, the defense steps up, forces a three and out. The Knowles score a touchdown. Clemson has to punt again. The Knowles score another touchdown to cut it to six. But they can't get the onside kick back and, and lose by six. They fought back, which I do think um, matters. But, I mean, that's just the standard now, right? Like, I, you know, I saw other people talk about this too. Like, that's not something I'm praising anymore because this isn't like 2018, 2019, 2020 where guys were quitting. Like, that's just what – like, Florida State's always going to fight back and they're always going to be in it and they're always going to put their best foot forward, right? Or like, you know, whatever cliches you want to use – so, like, that's not like a, oh, wow, well, at least they fought hard against Clemson. Like, no, you needed to win this game for us to be happy, right? Like, you're not going to be happy with losses anymore. But I will say they've competed well the last few weeks. Just too many mistakes. But overall, so, like, big picture, the way they competed against NC State and Wake Forest and Clemson, losing sucks. But I do think they're, the, the team is set up for a little bit of a run down the stretch. And we'll talk about that. Um, there's not going to be any games that were as tough as last night's and you lost last night by six, right? Um, you play some team, you, you maybe play one Syracuse team on the, on the road. That's pretty tough. And then you've got two rivalry games. And outside of that, you should be in pretty good shape for the rest of the year. So I, I think it's tough. I think it's unfortunate that you couldn't find a way to win one of these, but I think that they're in kind of great shape going forward especially if they can get healthy. It was good to see Douglas back out there. Um, but big picture, what are your thoughts, you know, on the season right now, Richie? Yeah. So, so last night doesn't bother me as much. Uh, the Wake Forest game doesn't bother me that much. Cause I, I don't think that game was as close as the score ended either. The, the NC state game, I think is going to be the, the sore point of the season for me, because that's a game you were up 17 to three at the half. You, you had to win that game. So whether we finish with seven or eight wins, you're going to look back and say, oh, it should have been eight or nine because the NC State loss, inexcusable in my opinion. Um, but it, what can you do? You know, it, I think both of us had us. Uh, we, we did our preseason show with Colby Dant from the Sports uh, Gambling Podcast Network. And I think we both had us at four and three through seven games. Like the games, yeah. you know, you know, we were off on, on which games we'd win or lose. But at the same time, this is a, exactly where we thought we were going to be at this point in the season. Just having the three toughest teams on the schedule all in a row. And again, it's the NC State game for me because that's a game that you should have won. Like you were in position, you inexcusable loss. Last night, again, it would have been nice to win. Clemson's more talented. They are better coached as of right now. It's a game that, you know, you, 
there's no shame in losing to a top five team by six points, uh, in my opinion. But it's just frustrating. The NC State game is just going to loom. It's like 2012, right? You think about the NC State game because if you win that game, I think you have a different mentality and you beat Florida. And then you're playing Notre Dame for a national championship. You probably win the national title two years in a row. Yeah. Just just sucks the way it happened. Um, but, yeah, looking at the back half of the schedule, five games left, I think Florida State's going to be favored in all except maybe the game at Syracuse at the – it's not the Carrier Dome anymore, which is ironic because now they actually do have AC, so they dropped Carrier as their sponsor. But it's a lot of winnable games, but like you mentioned, DJ, two rivalry games. And we all know rivalry games get funky. Things happen, you never know. Having to go down to Doak South, it, that's going to be a tough game. It, we we have fun talking about Miami and, and, and their struggles they've had this year. Shout out LSU for beating UF, by the way, as well. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it. There's a huge opportunity. I mean, it, it's it's an outside shot. But if you go five and zero, you're not in three. That's better than any of us thought we'd be before the season. Yeah. And we're struggling right now. We're gonna go a month without a win because of you know three straight top fifteen opponents in a bye. But at the same time, if you finish this season strong, I mean. That's something to build on, and I'm I'm actually really excited. I cannot wait for Georgia Tech to come to town after the bye week, and I'm I'm really excited to see how the season ends. Despite you know these past three weeks, which again, you would have liked to get at least one. I thought we could get at least two of them, but the NC State game is the one that just is going to bother me for a while. I think. Yeah, and and like the team always responds. We talked about that. The yeah. team always does a good job of fighting back and responding. And I think that they'll do that, right? Like I think they'll beat Georgia Tech. I think the Miami game will be a good game that Florida State should win. Um, if they play, honestly, even if they played as well as they did last night and take away one or two of the mistakes, right. they'll they'll beat Miami comfortably. Like I think they'll win that by like ten or thirteen. I think we'll find out a lot about Syracuse. They play Clemson, Notre Dame, and Pitt the next three weeks. Yeah, that's so great for us. Right there. Yeah, if they're if they if they've you know found a way to win that Notre Dame or Pitt game, or maybe both of those, and only lost to Clemson, then I still think they'll be fairly highly ranked. We'll find out a lot about you know what they look like, and then you beat Louisiana, and then you get to take on a Florida team. They just got decimated by LSU last night. Do you know LSU scored on every single possession that they had? I didn't watch a single minute of the game. I woke up at like three in the morning and checked the score. I'm like, thank God. I really wanted LSU to win that game. And LSU scored on every single possession they had. They did have another That's muff crazy. punt, which yeah. took away a possession from them. But, you know, the was that Boutte? Say what? Was that Boutte who muffed it again? I don't know, oh. dude. Yeah, I didn't watch that closely. But, yeah, I mean, so Florida's defense is terrible. Their offense can can put up some points at times. So, But I think that'll be a game that's winnable. I think worst case, you really have to – I mean, you have to look at this as like, okay, three and two worst case puts us at where we wanted to be, right? Which was seven and five, what we all kind of predicted. Um, you know, and if you can find a way to so, – so to me, the Georgia Tech and the Louisiana games are are done. Like, you lose either of those, and I've got big, big problems. Yeah. You lose to Georgia Tech, you need to go four and oh to, to end the year to kind of get that out, bad taste out of my mouth. Um, if you – you know, but you beat Georgia Tech, you beat Louisiana – you should go two and one in those other two games, right? You should either split with your rivals and beat Q's or you should, you know, win one of your rivals and beat Q's on the road. You maybe drop the other one. But yeah, I mean, I think you've got an outside chance at five and oh there. I'd put it five and oh at, I don't know, 20%, 15%, somewhere in that range, you know, to, to. I think I might go higher than that, honestly. Like every game is winnable. 
Yeah, so to me, it's like three winnable games is so you'd have like 50, 50, 50. Yeah. So that compounds down to like 15 to 20 percent. Somewhere fair. in there. But yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, you know, you beat you beat Georgia Tech and then beat Miami. And I think you're really looking at like a 50% chance to go um, you know, three and oh in the last three. So yeah, I think the outlook is still really good. You did have an opportunity, but you probably won a, a couple of games early that you shouldn't. And so that's kind of how football works, right? Like you win one, you shouldn't, you lose one, you shouldn't. Here we are, right? Four and three, kind of where we all expected. I actually don't remember if I had four and three or if I had three and four right now. I think I had three and four. So I don't know. But either way, I mean, we're really close to what kind of what was predicted. Yeah. It's frustrating because you did have a chance and you've got to see some guys get better. Should have should be a little bit more healthy. I would expect that you get Lovett back in the next couple of weeks hopefully just for that Georgia Tech game so that he can get start to get some reps and not be coming back just for Miami, um, though their running game is atrocious. So I think, you know, what's most important is having – I'd I love him back for all five, but what's most important is having Lovett back for Syracuse and Florida. I don't even know if I'd play him against Louisiana, um, but if you can have him back for Syracuse and Florida, I think that's really, really good. Obviously Miami too, but, again, their running game is just absolute trash, so I'm not really worried about that. They just don't know how to run the ball. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I like I like where the team can still get to, right? We called this hell month to start the uh, to when the schedule came out. Talked about how difficult this would be. May do a video on how dumb the ACC is for jumbling all of the good games and in, in conference in one month. They it wasn't just us, like happened for NC State and Clemson and, and everybody too. So just stupid. Um, you don't, you know, well, no, I don't want to give away all this stuff on the video, but we'll talk about that at another time. But yeah, I'm excited about where we can go. Um, I want to give one more shout out, Richie, and then we can kind of go over anything else you want or any, you know, final thoughts, any clothes, closing stuff. Um, but shout out to the best local retailer, the only family owned and operator retailer, FSU merchandise, Garnet and Gold. You can go to garnetandgold.com if you're coming into town for any games the rest of the way whether it be Louisiana, Georgia Tech, or Florida, go to GardenGold.com, put your order in, and use NOSLAW, that's N-O-S-L-A-W, to get 15% off of your order. GardenGold.com is the place to shop and the place to stop by on game day to get all of your FSU gear. Appreciate them and their support. GardenGold.com, again, NOSLAW, N-O-S-L-A-W, to save 15%. Um, Richie, you got anything else? What, what I know you had a shout out on here. I don't know if you want to talk about that now or use that in your shout outs, but anything else on the game, on the team, anything going forward? Yeah, I'll, I'll save my shout out for last. And it, it, if you're watching live, you see my hat, you know what my shout out is going to be. But, um, yeah, man, it again, I think the NC State loss is what makes this game hurt even more, right? If you would beat NC State and then lose a tough game to Clemson, no big deal, but at the same time, again. Like we said, when I went back predicting the schedule, I had us at four and three through seven games. So we're exactly where I thought we would be. So I can't be upset. It just sucks that, you know, if, if you think about it this way, if the games have been spread out, right, it, you know, Wake Forest was week two, NC State was week four, Clemson was week 11. I don't think we're upset, right? We're, we're like, okay, yeah, those were really good teams. They're all top 15. Um, Clemson's what top three in the country now. So it, it, how the schedule set up, is just frustrating because it sucks. We're going to go again a month without a win, but it makes those first four wins that more, 
that that much more impressive. The LSU game was massive. Um, that Louisville game, shout out Tate Rotomaker, that was a massive win. Imagine if we had lost that game, we'd be three and four right now. So I, I think Florida State is right on schedule. I think Mike Norvell is doing a really good job. His play calling, some of it I, I have issues with, but at the same time, man, these players love playing for Coach Norvell. They really do. And it's evident in every single game they play. Um, so it, it's frustrating that we have lost three in a row. But don't forget, guys, we start we started the season 4-0 with some really good wins. So on the season as a whole, when you you know get rid of the emotion and, and just think about where the team is right now, I think we're on schedule and I'm I'm happy where we're at, to be honest. I like, yeah, I'm not satisfied with the last month. I do think that I'm going to be happy about the way the last month or the upcoming month goes. So we'll yeah. see. Fingers crossed that I'm right there. Appreciate Salamone Digital Marketing. Appreciate Garning Gold and appreciate Gramco. Um, those can be my shout outs for the night. Anything before we go, Richie? Yeah, my shout out Brooks Kepka, baby. Let's go. He uh so I woke up actually woke up at like four in the morning today, which is ridiculous coming off a bachelor party. Um, but yeah, I was watching the live golf tournament in uh Jeddah from Saudi Arabia, and Brooks was on top of the leaderboard, fell behind a little bit, and I was so upset because I was watching on my laptop in the plane before we took off. There was two holes left, and then we took off, and then I missed it. But he wins on a third playoff hole, makes a birdie putt to win his first live tournament event. Um, I might be going down to live Miami. Uh, spoiler nice. alert for that one. I'm excited for that. But yeah, just love seeing that. And when he made his birdie putt to win on the third playoff hole, really cool. His brother comes out and just sprays him with champagne. And I will always support a null. Whether you like the live or not, guys, I, I understand where you come from. But I was really happy for Brooks. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm always down with Brooks. I saw Trey uh, Trey Jones the other night in uh, Tallahassee. So I was so mad when you said that tweet at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, and shout out LSU. Um, not only yes. did they win a the game, they made a funny video this morning with uh, won't back down on it. So it's like at UF. All right, we'll be back um, with more content throughout the week. We'll preview. Oh no, preview show this week. So yeah, screw that. Um, we'll be back with more content throughout the week. No live show on Wednesday because there's nothing to preview. Enjoy the bye week. Rest up. I know that you guys have hot takes and, and your social media feelings are hurt right now too, but rest up. The team's going to rest up. We'll all be better in two weeks when, when we beat Georgia Tech. So, Richie, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you guys all soon. Go Noles. <laughs>